Hey, 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 short rounds of bets and burners. My name is Doug and I love minis. This is Doug Loves Minis. The show that is happy for both La La Land and Moonlight. Coming to you from DLMHQ on Monday, February 27th, 2017. Sobruary is almost over, and I'm so excited. I should mention that Brett Carlson 99 was the first to figure out that the last mini was called The Verdict because of my new Comedy Central show premiering tonight at midnight, 11 Central, called The High Court. If you follow me on social media, you'll probably hear way too much about that show today, and I apologize for that. And I also want to say that RyRy80 on Twitter figured out that I named the Oscar episode yesterday Shakespeare in Love because it beat out Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture in 1999. Please don't bother guessing why I called today's episode Oscar... Uh, doy, it's because of my appreciation for Sylvester Stallone. The contest of guessing why I named a mini what I named it will continue with the next episode. Doug Plugs, Wednesday night, I am at the Tampa Improv doing stand-up comedy and playing a little game from Doug Loves Movies at the end. For those of you that want to bring a name tag and possibly get up on stage and try your hand at Last Man Stanton. I'll be doing a Doug Loves Movies back in L.A. on Monday, March 6th at 9 o'clock at Meltdown Comics. And while I'm not going to have repeat guests from the last show I did in L.A., it is going to be another one that I think you don't want to miss. I try not to oversell the Anne Heche owner Tuchel episode before it happened, but it sold out because I did tell people that it might be special. <laughs> DougLovesMovies.com for more dates coming up in Rosemont, Portland... Boston, Lexington, Kentucky. Check it all out at douglovesmovies.com. And I'm going to check in one last time with you guys regarding the DLM Oscar challenge. I think it was pretty successful uh, as far as the prediction of the awards yesterday goes. Uh... I was feeling pretty good when they announced La La Land as Best Picture, and I gotta say, that was the saddest part for me when they said, no, it's Moonlight, is that it knocked me one down. Uh, so I ended up only getting 15 out of 24, which seems about right. Seems to be what I've been averaging over the years. So there's no reason to listen to comedy film nerds and trust what I have to say. I don't know how Chris and Graham did... Uh, if you know, please tweet me 
how many they got right ultimately. I know there was a lot of things. We'll go through it. Uh, but first, I just want to say that at CineFamily yesterday in Los Angeles at the Benson uh, Movie Awards Interruption, uh, I was joined by Amy Miller, Jeff Tate, and Bree Esrig, and it was a lot of fun. And the uh, Oscar ballots there, the winners were uh, Enrique and Justin uh, with 17 each. They got 17 right apiece. Uh, how many did you get, guys get right? Did doing the DLM Oscar Challenge help you in coming up with correct answers? Does seeing the movies really help, or do you still just have to go on the buzz? KETE00 is already saying for next year, Mudbound, The Big Sick, Ghost Story are all great and have good chances at nominations. So heads up on that. I'm just going to start right now just trying this year to try to see more serious movies, more short films, more docs, more foreign films, so that uh, I can see all 62 or however many it ends up being next year, because they can nominate up to 10 movies for Best Picture. So it could be 63, could be 61, 60, 59, you get the idea. <laughs> uh, Dave Gabicycle uh, said did my best but I couldn't bring myself to see Hacksaw Ridge due to Mel Gibson love the DLM Oscar challenge though yeah let's uh, you know let's do it again next year this guy named Rolf Straubhar he uh, only heard about the challenge uh, yesterday and he says, but I still got 35 out of 62. That's not too shabby. Only missing shorts, foreign, and some docs. Yeah. So you can uh, you can up that number next year. Paunch 22 saw 40 out of 62. So that's not bad. Wannabe Kenobi. Oh, had a family tragedy that stopped at 32 movies. But uh, watched and hopefully enjoyed the Oscars yesterday. Nate Coco Bates saw 47 out of 62. Only missed one of the shorts. Says He says, pretty good for having a newborn on 12-29-16. Uh, uh, yeah, that's impressive. I mean, I guess you can sit around watching movies while the baby sleeps or cries or whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's go through it. So La La Land ended up winning uh, six awards, and Moonlight won three. Uh, of course, Moonlight won that Best Picture, and uh, good for them. Damien Chazelle won for Best Director on La La Land. I, I had had that predicted correctly. Uh, Casey Affleck won by Manchester by the Sea. Now there's all this talk. I had never heard about some sort of sexual harassment thing he was involved in. Uh, I guess I could do some research on that, but he won, and he's very good in Manchester by the Sea. Denzel has won before, so people that are really upset about that, I don't know what to tell you. Um, he's very good, very good in it. Probably should have won, but it is a silly awards contest show thingy. 
that where they can't even get like now everybody's going to put into question every time a movie that probably shouldn't have won won like when Crash won Best Picture people have always speculated about Marissa Tomei winning Supporting Actress although I think she's quite good in that movie and quite good in general uh, Marishal Ali got the uh, actor in a supporting role that one was uh, fairly predictable even though Michael Shannon and the other nominees are great uh, Emma Stone was another one that you know there was a chance Isabel Huppert was going to slip in there because she's done a lifetime of good work and she was great in L, but that didn't happen Emma Stone got it uh, Viola Davis for Fences was a pretty foregone conclusion especially considering her role in that movie is probably bigger than the roles of any of the other uh, actresses who were nominated in that category uh, Moonlight won Best Screenplay I predicted that one see I did good in these top categories uh, <laughs> Original Screenplay Manchester by the Sea it is a very good very good script as much as I love La La Land uh Manchester by the Sea obviously digs much deeper into the human condition. Uh, cinematography went to La La Land. All those great si- shots and the way the cor- the camera is choreographed in and of itself, along with the uh, movement of the actors. So that was well deserved, and I predicted it. Who would have thought an eight-hour documentary would win? That enough voters would have seen the whole fucking thing, but OJ in America took it down over some uh, pretty important documentary features. Uh, the ones I've seen are all pretty strong, and I still want to check out 13th and uh, Fire at Sea and maybe O.J. Made in America. I don't know if I'll ever be able to make that kind of time. Documentary short, as I told everybody, went to, uh, as it, I thought it would and should, went to The White Helmets, the movie about people rescuing folks from the rubble in uh, Syria uh, foreign language film I, I really loved a man called Ova so I, I went with my heart and I should have went with the salesman which I have not seen assume is great really like that letter that the lady read from the director of the movie who boycotted the awards but also still essentially made a speech so I don't know maybe it would have been better if he made the speech himself but at least somebody did Sound editing, I'm telling you, when I talked to Chris and Graham on Comedy Film Nerds, this category confuses the hell out of me. Uh, there was talk about how the loudest can win sound mixing, and I guess Hacksaw Ridge probably was the loudest of the four or five nominees. And then Arrival, I guess they should have seen it coming because it had such weird sounds in it, representing the aliens. You know, it was all like... So, I screwed up on both of those. Original score, I said La La Land, of course it won. Original song, City of Stars, also seemed like the one that was going to get it from Jump. Uh, Production design, La La Land, another, you know, one that I saw coming. Visual effects, as my friend Jeff Tate said uh, the other day, uh, you know, The Jungle Book, isn't it? Isn't that whole movie special effects? And it's true. The little boy is the only real thing in it. So, uh, of course, that one. And I predicted it. Suicide Squad is an Academy Award winner, you guys. It's it's official. The makeup and hairstyling category seemed a little weak to me in general. And uh, so 
I went in Star Trek Beyond. Academy went for suicide. Um, costume design, that one kind of surprised everyone, including the lady who won, Colleen Atwood, for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I, of course, went with La La Land, expecting a La La Land sweep. In some of these small categories at the beginning, I just really got... I shouldn't say small categories. Film editing is important. And it went to Hacksaw Ridge, a movie that I felt was too long. But what are you going to do? Sing one live-action short, and that was my favorite of the live-action shorts. It's quite adorable and also empowering for women, young women, people in general. Um... So I missed that one because I thought Silent Nights would win. And uh, I got Piper correct on animated short. It, it was the most entertaining of the animated short films, even though I didn't like any of them. And for animated feature, I've been saying this for months, told it to Tully on his radio show. Mike Tully has a new show uh, and podcast. Uh, you can hear the show on weekends on Sirius XM and the podcast later. And I schooled him on how Zootopia was the obvious winner. And then it did win. So I lucked out there because you could say all the shit you want before it happens, but things can go another way. That's why I only got 15 out of 24. <laughs> Uh, let's read a few more tweets. Uh, I am Paul Bauer. Only saw four movies in the challenge. <laughs> and then he added, but I did see Get Out movie today. Well, good for you. Maybe that'll get nominated for something next year. Very unlikely. Uh, B underscore Rock Vandal finished the challenge with 51 out of 62. Missed out on some of the harder to find things. Yeah, I hear that. If you don't live in a big city, that could be tough. But it looks like you did get around to seeing the Red Turtle, which you called bizarre, but a little interesting. And uh, Big Nige 1 finished White Helmets for a pathetic 29 out of 62 on the DLM challenge. Uh... Mark J. Tompkins got 59 out of the 62. Philly Film Fan got all 62. I may have mentioned that already yesterday. Um, but thank you to everybody who tried the challenge. I hope it was a fulfilling experience for you. And I hope everyone tries the DLM challenge next year, uh, the Oscar challenge. Some of you may still be doing 365 movies this year, so keep me posted on that with the hashtag just straight up DLM challenge. Uh, 365 movies could be another hashtag you use, but DLM challenge is a good one to use. And I'll, uh, I'll read some of those throughout the year. And I'm also going to start reading from the comments section on Doug Loves Minis and maybe Doug Loves Movies, so please leave your comments. Uh, there if you want me to read them on a mini. As always, Trump! This is Doug's Minis, his fifth podcast, and it's quite a blast. It's bad size, so it'll die love fast. It's a Doug Benson show, he done before you know. Listen for the dates and bring a name tag to the show. Here with Lennon Malton, rated in the game, 
enough to him, ain't it funny that he's played it? Been whacked up singing, won't be screaming today. If it's funny, phone hurts, roll up the big J's. Made a category if you wait to the birthday. Baby bird is dreaming, it's a love hate kind of thing. You can share it with a friend, just listen to the end. That's when you hear the shit.